Welcome back to The Spin Room on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, Hillsdale's number one source for everything indie. I'm Monty, and today we have a very interesting episode ahead of us. But first, let's listen to the snail mail song, Thinning. Snail Mail have just announced a new album and have released a new song. I'm very excited for this because Snail Mail has been one of my favorite bands of the past year. They released their EP, or rather sophomoric EP, Habit, in 2016, I believe, and it was quite good. It was a fantastic EP. It put a whole new light on this young and vibrant indie rock scene that has been developing over the past couple of years. Take always, but bring them into a deeper aesthetic. And that's Snail Mail. So Snail Mail signed to Matador, I believe, last year, and they have released a new song called Pristine, and we're going to play that for you in a second. But it's hard to imagine that Lindsay Jordan is only 18. I guarantee you most of the listeners of this show are older than Lindsay Jordan, yet she has so much talent and so much skill to create such amazing music. I am a massive fan of Lindsay Jordan. Here is Pristine by the band Snail Mail. course that is snail mail's new song pristine their album is out june 6 on matador records i'm once again very very excited for this band i'm quite happy with the material that they've released thus far anyways let's get on to the music news before we get into a classic review of sparkle horses 1995 album viva dixie submarine transmission plot which will be a very special review it's one of my all-time favorite albums so first in music news Michigan garage rock musician Jack White's new album, Boarding House Reach, has been released. Last week, we played a sample of one of the songs off the album, and I mentioned it was not my favorite thing in the world. I didn't really like the vocal production of it, and I think that blues rock, this indie blues rock idea, has sort of collapsed upon itself. I really don't think there's a lot of people doing much with the genre right now that's worth listening to. If it's your thing, great, but it's not mine. And... I'm going to write a review of it on the new Spin Room blog, which if you haven't heard of, check out. I'm going to link it in the description below on our SoundCloud and also on our Facebook. Make sure to like that. But you'll be able to find more reviews there. You'll be able to find lists 
that I am interested in creating there about various other albums that I have not gotten a chance to review on the show. So please check out our blog. That's a shameless plug. Martin Screlly has been ordered to release his ultra-rare copy of Wu-Tang Clan's album Once Upon a Time in Shaolin and his copy of the unreleased Lil Wayne album The Carter Five. Screlly, a.k.a. Farmer Bro, is well known to be a music fan. I've actually watched some of his live streams before where he's played brand new releases and his guitar. And since these releases are so valuable, they're the only releases that are physical in existence of this music, the U.S. Justice Department determined that as part of his fine along with his prison sentence for fraud, he had to hand them over. So what happens next, oddly enough, will be determined by Attorney General Jeff Sessions. And this begs the question, what timeline are we living in? Industrial hip-hop group Death Grips have announced a new album. The new album is supposedly called Year of the Snitch. They have not announced a release date yet, but they've been working with Tools bassist. And once again, what timeline are we living in? The director of Shrek. You may remember they released in 2017 a 22-minute EP that apparently had a song on it that will be on the album. That song is called Steroids, parentheses, Crouching Tiger Hitting Gabber Megamix. It is 22 minutes long, as I mentioned before, and it is absolutely insane. Uh, it was released as an EP back in 2017, and I thought it was quite good then. It wasn't my favorite thing in the world, but we're going to play a sample of that for you right now. A spin room first, a Def Grip sample. And of course, that was just part of the new Def Grip song, Steroids, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Gabber, Mega Mix. Again, there is no release date set yet for the new Def Grip's album, Year of the Snitch, but I am eagerly awaiting that album coming out, and I'm quite excited for it. So let's get down into a rundown of sorts of the latest albums that were released this day, Friday, March 23rd. Neo Psychedelia band Sunflower Bean have released their new album, 22 in Blue. I quite like their 2016 debut, Human Ceremony. It was really, really good. I thought it was well made. I think that the band can do more with their sound, and I'm excited to see what this new album has in store for me. Post-punk band Preoccupations, which we talked about on last episode, have released their new album, New Material. This band has always released solid material, so it'll be interesting to see how this album sounds. I didn't quite like their last album, but I really like the direction they're going in. Detroit garage rocker and indie rock icon Jack White's new solo album, Boarding House Reach, has been released, and we mentioned that before, I believe on the show not a big fan of the music that he's been working on recently but if you're into jack white if you're into garage rock indie then check this album out and finally ohio lo-fi indie staples guided by voices have released their new album space gun today the band has been active through all their career since the mid to early 90s releasing album after album after album it's a constant stream and they have mastered the art of similar but different and I'm quite a big fan of them, especially their album Alien Lanes, which you should check out. Very good band. With that said, let's get into our review of the classic Sparkle Horse album, Viva Dixie Submarine Transmission Plot. And we'll start off the review 
by checking out the song Hammering the Cramps off the album that we will be reviewing. you just heard was a sample of the Sparkle Horse song, Hammering the Cramps, and you're listening to The Spin Room on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Sparkle Horse as a band is truly one of my favorite musical enterprises of all time. Mark Linkus, the man behind Sparkle Horse, really and fully developed himself as a character and as an authentic human being through the music of Sparkle Horse, which wasn't even really a full band. It was a bunch of rotating musicians. The album we're reviewing today, which we'll refer to as Viva, was recorded in studio with session musicians and an analog drum machine that Mark had bought himself. Also involved in the recording process was were eight-track recorders, broken instruments, and broken amplifiers. And it was recorded between two studios, Mark Linkus's own house studio that he built himself and a Richmond, Virginia renovated studio that the band Cracker owned. To fully understand the music of Sparkle Horse though, it's important to first look at Mark Linkus as a human being and his life story. Mark Linkus was the son of coal miners, and eight years ago, almost today, he took his own life. Through the depression that he had throughout his entire existence, he emulated that and created that and molded that into his own distinct style through Sparkle Horse, the result was some of the most fragile and some of the most meticulously created lo-fi indie pop and indie rock ever recorded. Simply put, Sparkle Horse and the story behind Sparkle Horse means so much to me. It's incredible to think that a southern son of a long line of coal miners could create such an interesting and such an intriguing debut album. But before we get into some of the music and the meat of this review, it's important to look at how this particular album was formulated and came about. Mark Linkus was in a band called Dancing Hoods in the mid-80s. They were a very power pop orientated and sounding band. They didn't release much material that stuck with me and I've listened to it. It's not quite good in my personal opinion, but the band released two albums before breaking up and had some modest success on college rock radio. After this, Linkus moved back down south where he was born and began writing music under his own name and several other monikers before finally choosing the name Sparkle Horse in 1995. Linkus then worked on this first album and our album subject to the review, Viva Dixie Submarine Transmission Plot, all on his own and with some, and with some session musicians from the 90s band Cracker. Recording on Viva started in early to mid-90s in Richmond, Virginia in Cracker's Sound of Music recording studio. Many of the songs were recorded on 8-track recorders and Linkus's own home as well, which we mentioned before. Since Linkus had been writing songs for some time at this point, many of the songs on Viva were pre-written, but there were, the others were just written hours before the album was recorded or before the songs were recorded on their own. One of these older songs that's found its way onto the album was the college radio hit single Someday I Will Treat You Good. The song represents really what I love about Spark Horse. It embodies the spirit of Spark Horse truly. Spark Horse is really great with pulling out massive amounts of dissonance, depressing dissonance, 
rusted hulks of songs and then out of the blue an amazing power pop or indie pop or indie rock song will arise like a diamond out of the dust with that said let's listen to someday i will treat you good by the band sparkle horse Someday I Will Treat You Good by the band Sparkle Horse. As mentioned before, some songs on Vivo were written and recorded just hours in advance before they were put on the album. And perhaps the central focus of this style of recording, of this fast-paced and creative style of recording, was the song Cow. It's found in the middle of the album and is perhaps the central focus of the album. It's seven minutes long and features the surreal and impressionist lyrics that Linkus became well known for and which I love. Especially in context with Viva, this song really sums up the album. It's country, it's rusted, it's insane, and it's absolutely stellar. It has this amazing style to it. So anyways, here's Cow. Let's listen to it. you just heard was this song cow by the band sparkle horse and you're listening to the spin room on radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm part of what makes viva so fantastic is the ability of mark linkus to find plenty of time to bring in fragile and depressive songs into the mix reflective of his own personal life these songs in the context of the album are simply fantastic they add atmosphere to the album and they again showcase that surreal lyricism and extend through and present a lo-fi southern gothic and rural indie style that Sparkle Horse represented as a band and is so different 
from so many other 90s indie rock bands. I can only name a few that have ever touched this style of music before, and it's such a interesting style to present. It's like a rusted out trailer park. That's the best way I can describe it, burning down in the summer. These are songs where you can roll down your windows to when you're driving out of Hillsdale and towards I-69 and just blast. They are fantastic. But let's play one of the more depressing songs in this album that really, I think, showcases the, mark, the darker side of Mark Lankus. Here is the song Spirit Ditch off the album Viva Submarine Transmission Plant by Sparkle Horse. course that was the song spirit ditch by the band sparkle horse over the course of its 16 songs in 47 minute runtime viva dixie presents itself in such a wonderful and unique way i've gone into it in depth or a little bit in depth before about what this album sounds like to me it emulates a rural sensibility and a country sensibility of indie rock that bands like lamb chop go along with and do it in a different way. The only way that it's presented in the way that it is on Viva Dixie is found in Viva Dixie. There is no other album that sounds like Spark Horse. There is no other band that sounds like Spark Horse. And there is no other musician that has such an interesting life story as Mark Linkus. And I feel comfortable saying that. As a DIY musician myself, I find the music of Viva Dixie Submarine Transmission Plot to be inspiring. And here's where I go on a bit of a rant. Authenticity today in music is hard to find. Mark Linkus had authenticity to the point where he committed suicide. Every depressing song on this album meant something to Mark Linkus. This album emulated what he was feeling and it wasn't done for a simple aesthetic. It wasn't done just because it was nice and popular to release depressing music. A lot of musicians and a lot of younger musicians today, including myself, often fall victim to this. We intentionally write songs that are intended to put the, the, the listener in a mood that is depressive. Mark Linkus doesn't hark on this for the entire time of Viva Dixie. Yes, there are depressing songs, but there are also depressing songs mixed in with the happy feeling of 
songs like Someday I Will Treat You Good. They are bombastic. They have crossover appeal. They are absolutely fantastic written songs with such, like I said, such a unique aesthetic to them. But even beyond the emotional appeal and the emotional aesthetic of Sparkle Horse as this rural, burnt-down, trailer-park, dust-to-diamond musician, it's also important to look at how Sparkle Horse created this album. Today, DIY is being propped up by artists like Claro, who have multi-million dollar marketing dads who present their music in a way that is done in their own home, over a laptop mic, on their own, and it's fake, it's phony, it's fraud. I listened to Anthony Fantano state in one of his Let's Argue videos that if you're looking for authenticity and if you're looking for truth in the music industry, you're going about it wrong. I present this argument. Sparkle Horse was authentic. The music Sparkle Horse made was made entirely on his own volition. He pulled together songs from different years and recorded songs on site minutes before they were put to recording. There is authenticity behind Sparkle Horse, and there's not authenticity behind a lot of the musicians in the bedroom pop scene and a lot of the musicians in the lo-fi indie scene today that present themselves in that way. And it's a bit disheartening to me, especially as a lo-fi indie musician and as a music fan, that I don't feel like I'm getting an authentic taste of a musician and authentic musicianship when I listen to new indie rock music. And of course, I might just be going on this tangent because I'm have an old mindset that the 90s were somehow different than the 2000s or the 2010s. That's not true. I think this has always been something that's prevalent. However, if you want music that is authentic, listen to Sparkle Horse. It is purely authentic. It is great. It is my one of my favorite albums of all time. Top five. Simply put, Viva Dixie Submarine Transmission Plot means the world to me as an album, and it is fantastic through and through. That's going to do it for us today on The Spin Room on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for just listening to this review of Sparkle Horse's album, Viva Dixie Submarine Transmission Plot. All the songs you heard on today's episode will be uploaded to our Facebook via Spotify playlist. Check those out, and be sure to like us on Facebook. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.